Welcome to Refocus. I'm your host, Trevor Wilson. This is a podcast of Sunday school lessons that I've taught, some sermons that I have preached. Uh, I have various guests at different times. Uh, Basically, the, the whole idea is to just kind of refocus back on the Word of God, going back to those Bible stories, studying the scriptures. Let's just, just kind of get out of ourselves, out of our own thinking, and go back to the Word of God and see what He has to say. I love those old Sunday school lessons when we were kids. We seem to have gotten away from some of those, just the bare bones bottom of what the Word of God, the meat and potatoes, if you will. So I hope you enjoy it and pass along and share. Now, let's get to the lesson. Hello once again, Steve Wilson. I'm back continuing our study through the book of Matthew. And this is going to be blog number two with regard to the crucifixion. And if you followed the last one, we got down through... um, Uh, event number 15 or into event number 15 uh, um, in talking about scenario number one which would have been Friday people who claim or those who claim that Jesus died on uh, on Friday so here we are in the the Friday scenario and uh, you know we're at the weekly Passover which would have been on Friday night, you know, before the Saturday weekly Sabbath. Well, I've kind of already mentioned or alluded to this, that if you only have one Passover, then you have to ask which Passover Jesus was a part of because he had the Last Supper, and and he called that a Passover. He told him to go and prepare for the Passover, so he referred to that as a Passover. So if Jesus participated in a Passover, then it, it, in the Friday scenario, then it, then it has to be Friday night because they don't account for a high Sabbath. They only count for a weekly Sabbath. Well, Jesus was already in the grave before Friday night, so there's no way he could have participated in a Passover meal uh, during and you know before before he died, and still believe that he died on Friday because the Bible clearly puts him. Um, you know, puts his death between 3 and 6 o'clock on Friday. So that's the weekly Passover. It doesn't fit in the, in the Friday scenario. And then in, um, let's see, item number 16 would be night number 2. We've accounted for day 1 and day 2, and we've accounted for night 1, and now night 2, which would be Saturday night. You only had Friday night. Now you have Saturday night. You also have uh, the weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday, and that's okay. You can fit the weekly Sabbath in there on Saturday. Um, and then, um, you know, that, and that becomes, of course, we talked about that being day number two. But now you have a real problem because item number 18 in our events list is night number three. Well, there's no night number three. You only get two nights. I don't care how you cut it, no matter which calendar you use and by you, you, you're using. And by the way, that's kind of another problem that presents itself here because we keep thinking, you know, of our modern day calendar. We have, you know, we have the uh, I guess it's the Julian calendar, 
and we pictured day and night, you know, as daylight and dark. Whereas the Jews, as I mentioned before, count days starting at 6 o'clock in the evening and running until the following 6 o'clock in the evening. So from 6 o'clock in the evening till 6 in the morning would be a night. 6 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the evening would be a day. So you have the conflict of these two calendars, and it, it kind of muddles the whole thought process when you start looking at these different scenarios. But anyway, I, whichever calendar you look at, you only get two nights. It, no, way, no way in the world can you fit this into the whole prophecy that we talked about with regard to a third night. Any way you cut it, there's, there's no night. So uh, that's what item number 18. Item number 19 is day number three. Well, okay, you can get day number three by once again going to the partial day uh, concept. And as I said, in Jewish law, a partial day counts as a full day. And typically speaking, in our calendar, we count a partial day as a full day. So I don't have a problem with partial days, uh, especially since, as I mentioned before, Jesus died in the afternoon, but he rose in the morning. So there's no way you can get full days. You have to use some partial days somehow, and it gets really goofy with when you look at Wednesday, the Wednesday scenario. Uh, but anyway, you, number 18, you can't get night number three, but you do get day number three, um, which is item number 19. So you get the partial Sunday. As long as he rose from the grave after... 6 o'clock, and that's item number 20, which is the resurrection. It had to have occurred after 6 o'clock for two reasons. Number one, to make a partial third day so that day can be counted. And secondly, for him to rise on the first day of the week. It had to be after 6 o'clock. Prior to that would have been evening, not day. So um, it had to be after 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, I know there are passages that we'll talk about in the Wednesday and Thursday scenarios that talk about it was still dark when he came, and, and it says in the early in the morning and that when it was dawning. In chapter 28, verse 1, it says that. So, you know, we'll talk about those. But, you know, you have in these 20 scenarios, the problems with Friday are, as we mentioned before, um, the high Sabbath is not accounted for. So there's basically three events there, the high Sabbath Passover, the high Sabbath, and in John, um, the, the verse in John 19.31. Those don't fit in the Friday scenario. There's no room for the Barabbas event to have occurred because he had to be released at the Passover feast, which Jesus was dead by the time the Passover feast came about. Um, Matthew 27 57 um, let me read that to you it says when the even was come there was a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph who was also himself who also himself was a Jesus disciple so we already mentioned that Joseph of Arimathea had to have claimed the body and put it into the grave in, uh, during the daytime in this Friday scenario in order to get the three days well, according to this, it clearly says it was in the evening, evening which would have been after 6 o'clock. So 
you have that conflict there. Um, Jesus had to die, item number 12, which is the burial. Uh, and we've mentioned this before. Um, he had to die before the Jewish day and the preparation began in order to count the partial day Friday. Um, so again, he couldn't have participated in the, in the Passover. Yeah, item number 15, which is the weekly Passover, if Jesus died before the Friday Passover, then in what Passover did he participate? We've already mentioned that. And then the, the, the big one, I think, is item number 18, or event number 18, which is night number 3. There is no night number 3. So if you follow the Friday scenario, you have a whole host of problems that you don't have an answer for. I don't subscribe to the Friday scenario. I don't think it fits. I don't think it works. I don't think there's any way in the world you can squeeze his death, burial, and resurrection in there and follow what Scripture says and adhere to the Friday scenario. Now, I know we're not going to change a lot of minds with regard to this. The world has already decided he got Good Friday when Jesus died and Easter Sunday when he arose, and that's the way it's going to be celebrated. As long as we live, that's never going to change. Most people just accept that. They don't, they don't look at any of these things that we have brought up or that we've mentioned, and they don't think about whether or not it actually fits the whole thing with... Jesus being part of a Passover that he wasn't even alive for doesn't fit. There's just a whole host of things. There's, you can't get the prophecy in there. The, the Friday through Sunday, I'm not real sure how all that came about. It, it, most of these beliefs and practices we have uh, were instituted through the uh, councils and, and whatnot by the Catholic Church, and, and the Catholic Church has historically been wrong on things. They like to twist things to fit their own their own beliefs and their own practices, and so they get a lot of stuff wrong. And uh, this is one of them. And uh, that's the only explanation I can have for the belief that uh, the world seemed to subscribe to. But this is the kind of thing that sometimes a lost person will seize upon and point at Christianity and say, see, it's, it's inconsistent and it's not trustworthy. So, you know, that's that's the scenario when I think it's important that you might want to make up your mind and be able to defend whatever you believe with regard to the scenarios. But we need to move forward because I'd really like to wrap this up. And we're not going to get it done in two segments, but at least maybe three. So let's move to the Wednesday scenario. A lot of people believe that Jesus died on a Wednesday. So... Um, Beginning with Wednesday, let's start looking at the events. Okay, let's go back through our list of 20. And uh, we start with uh, the High Sabbath Passover. And if you look in Mark chapter uh, 14 and verse 1, let me turn there and read that. He, he, actually, um, he actually mentions there both Passovers. Uh, where am I at? Matthew 14, 1. Here he goes. It says, After two days was the feast of the Passover and, a, and of unleavened bread. Two different ones. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft and put him to death. Now, some people say, well, he's referring to the same Passover. Well, okay, that's fine. But if he is, he's referring to the Passover feast that is also the feast of the unleavened bread. 
Well, that's not a weekly Passover. You don't have a Feast of Unleavened Bread for the weekly Passover. So he specifically mentions a separate Passover here. Um, so there, is, there, there were two Passovers that were actually being celebrated during this whole scenario. And so if you believe in the Wednesday crucifixion, then you can fit that extra, extra Sabbath or that extra Passover um, in there. All right. Then you get to uh, the betrayal. And uh, that had to have, and, well, and so anyway, going back to the High Sabbath Passover, that means it had to have occurred on Tuesday night. So Tuesday night was a Passover, Wednesday was crucifixion. So the betrayal had to have occurred on, on uh, Tuesday night. The arrest had to have occurred on Tuesday night. And then you have the High Sabbath, which, had, which must have occurred on Wednesday. Now, you know, there's an issue there because the um, Pharisees and so on, when they were plotting to do, you know, against Jesus, they, they said they needed to do this. They didn't want to do it on the Sabbath. Problem is, see, when Judas came to them and, and presented them with the opportunity to betray Jesus, it was too good to pass up. And so they ended up having to compromise. And of course, there's a whole number of things that were a problem with Jesus. I've got a whole list of items here, and you can look it up on the Internet about things that were wrong with the trial. The whole trial was illegal. I think it had like 13 or 14 items that went against Roman law and against Jewish law, and everything they did was illegal. So they railroaded him through, of course. Um, but anyway... You know, this the whole situation was just wrong, and and so by Jewish law they couldn't do a crucifixion on on Wednesday, but they did it anyway because that was their opportunity, and they had to seize it. Um, so Wednesday was the high Sabbath. The trial, of course, had to have occurred on uh, on a Wednesday, and uh, it had to have. And, and of course, with this extra high Sabbath. Then you have a Passover that Jesus could have been a part of. The Last Supper would have been at the Passover that was taking place with regard to the High Sabbath or the Sabbath for the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. And then you also have the, the issue with Barabbas. Well, here's the thing with Barabbas. See, when you are celebrating the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, you have constant feasts, like all day long. There are feasts that occur. And so when this occurred, when the, the trial was occurring during the day and this presentation was made with Barabbas, he could do it during the day because there were feasts occurring where he could be released. And so that's what happened. Barabbas was then released during one of the daily feasts. And, uh, you know, it, it fits the scenario that, you know, the Wednesday scenario during the day. So... Um, he had to be released before the crucifixion, so it had to have occurred on Wednesday during the day. And then, well, let's see what's next. We have the crucifixion, of course, which would have occurred on Wednesday. So you have the arrest, the trial, all that on, on Tuesday night. Then you have everything, you know, Barabbas being released on Wednesday. The trial occurs, and then the crucifixion and Christ dying between 3 and 6 o'clock. So we're going to have to stop there pick it up in our next segment. Um, goodbye and God bless.